David probably hasn't been this nervous getting loose for an at-bat since his first at-bat in 2004. Joining me is Anthony Tacoma of MLB.com. You guys know him, author of the new book, The Captain, David Wright's Memoir. Uh, he's covered Wright throughout a majority of his career. And Anthony, first of all, congratulations. This is a great accomplishment, putting a book together like this. What's interesting is as I'm, and I'm using the audio book to, to listen to it, which is pretty cool now that you could, you could do that. You can pretty much read anywhere you want. Um, this is a sports luminary that you covered. And now you're writing the book. So you would think you, you kind of know everything about him already. Did you learn about David Wright in a way that you didn't expect going into this project? Yeah, I learned a lot. And, you know, not that David wasn't open with those of us in the media throughout his career. But when you dig into something as deeply as you need to for a book, you certainly learn a lot more. And, uh, you know, I learned certainly about some of the things that I saw in the field, about the inner workings, about a lot of that stuff. But I think some of the most interesting stuff to me was the things that I didn't personally see. For example, uh, a big one was his upbringing coming up through Virginia in this baseball hotbed where you have David Wright and Michael Kadire and the Upton brothers and Mark Reynolds and Ryan Zimmerman, all these first round picks, all-star major league players coming up right around the same time you kind of find by reading the book and I found by digging into this, that that really wasn't an accident. And obviously articles had been written about that at the time, but digging in deeply, um, you learn about the infrastructure that was in place and that was very unique to that area at that time that allowed a lot of this to happen. So that was very, very cool. And then I think the other thing that I would touch on with that uh, aspect would be towards the end of his career, uh, both in 2015 and then 2016 through his final game, you knew in a certain sense what he was putting himself through physically, what he was putting his body through. But I don't think I realized, I don't think most people realize really the extent of it. it. It was so much and he did so much, uh, all the while knowing that it probably, or that it might not anyway, pay big dividends in terms of his ability to get back on the field. But he, he really did put in every last overturn every last stone, put in every last drop that he could to make sure that he was getting everything he could out of his career. And I think you get a sense in the book of just what that entailed. And that was where I was going next. Everybody always says, oh, I could be a big leaguer. I could do this. <laughs> like Hard work. See, David is a good athlete, but he, he, you could tell it was about the work ethic. His dad was a cop, you know, middle-class family. And you mentioned at the end of his career – it wasn't like, hey, I'm a gifted athlete. Talks about being a pudgy shortstop. Uh, surprising, because you look at David Wright, the David Wright that the fans know, the media knows, that's a good athlete. But he had to work really hard at it. And I think that, for me, reminds you of how difficult this whole thing is. Yeah, I, I think there was almost, you know, everyone knows about his relationship with Jose Reyes. I think there was almost an intimidation factor when they first met, because David saw Jose as this preternaturally gifted athlete who had it all, who could you know, who's going to walk to the big leagues so that we're barely trying. And not that Jose wasn't a hard worker as well. He was. But, uh, you know, David never saw himself in that same light, despite the fact that he was a first-round pick. Uh, you know, he came up kind of questioning every step along the way, do I belong here? Am I good enough? And, you know, one of the things he said to me that's in the book that, that stood out was on Christmas, on Thanksgiving, he would always make sure to do something on those holidays, baseball related, because he thought to himself, 
no one else is practicing on Christmas. No one else is practicing on Thanksgiving. If I do it and I get it one percentage point of a percentage point of a percentage point better when no one else is, well, then I've outworked someone today. And I know that for a fact. And that was kind of the lunch pill mentality that he brought to every day that he, he, despite the fact that he didn't think he was the most gifted, he knew that he didn't want to ever be outworked by anyone. And that might be a cliche, but I do genuinely think it's true when it comes to David Wright. And it ties into, he talks about confidence, struggling with defense in the minor leagues. He went through his first slump by overworking down there, uh, making the transition uh, from Shea Stadium to City Field, and then his body obviously breaking down. You saw, I thought, the battle that an athlete has with no matter how good you are, how high of a level you had, they're having the same doubts that you have at your craft, that I have at my craft. And you're waking up in the morning like a job and saying, Am I good enough? I mean, you don't think of that. This is an all-star. This is a guy that was at one point and may still be borderline Hall of Famer. Um, you, uh, 